You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Mmm, how's that coffee? It is hitting the spot. So glad. Yeah. It's delicious. Well, thank you. Thank you for making it this morning. No problem. This coffee is from Tanzania this morning. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know where that is. Africa? Yeah, but I don't know where in Africa now that I think about it. Not good at African geography. Something yeah, that either. I could brush up on for sure. Well... <laughs> Today's topic kind of ties into geography in a way. Okay. Question is, do you know where this place is? I think you know where this place is. Where this place slash thing is. And this place slash thing is the Panama Canal. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's right in the name. It's in Panama, so that's... Right, but do you know where Panama is? Yes, I do. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's... A canal that connects the Atlantic and Pacific, and so it would only make sense that it's at the thinnest point between the, yeah, I guess, North and South America. It's yeah, it's yeah, like the I dividing. Don't I don't not that it's the dividing line, but like I that agree. little thin strip of land that's between the two. Mm-hmm. That's kind of connecting North and South America, right? I I don't know for sure. I agree that that's what I would think I actually, of it Yeah, as. I don't know where the cutoff is for South America. Well, this will be fun. Hopefully it's something you'll find out. Yeah, this will be really, uh, really cool. Yeah, I figured this will be a good one. You love history and you like geography and things too. So I thought this would be a good one for you. That yeah. you could learn about the history of the Panama Canal, uh, how it came about, and uh, and maybe what it's up to today. We heard a lot about a canal in the news this year. Right. The Suez Canal. Right. Different canal. Different but, canal. But, you know, it got... Very far away. It got canals on my brain. I was just reading about the Panama Canal. No way. Um, yeah, probably... In your history month and a half ago. Yeah. There yeah, you go. So I'll revisit that. Yeah, you should already be quite knowledgeable And then in that I'll case. just read the Wikipedia page and regurgitate all of that to you guys. Mm, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right, great. This will be a good one. Great. I hope. obvious yeah you know, i was gonna see say an accurate map it's like that would be a good spot for a canal yeah also that'd be like me standing here in los angeles being like man a high-speed monorail going straight from here to new york would be pretty clutch and then like 700 years from now there is one and they're like there was that girl in la <laughs> who said this was a good idea this is true <laughs> uh, that's very true anyway uh fast forwarding Mm-hmm. From the 1500s to 1881, okay, where a French guy named Ferdinand de Lesseps attempted to build a canal 
in Panama. By like, himself. Right there. By himself. <laughs> uh, he was actually famous for building the Suez Canal. Oh, so he could do it. Yes. Okay. He was the guy <laughs> on Earth to do it. Right. Uh the Suez Canal was completed about 12 years prior to his embarking on the Panama Canal. Hmm. Um, but when he started out, he was not really equipped for the job. So although is, he had this... Go ahead. Do you know... I'm asking you something, and this is always annoying, but do you know, is the Suez Canal like way smaller, narrower, um, or bigger, or no. how they relate? So the thing with the Suez Canal, if I'm not mistaken is that it well i guess the answer to your question is yes or i'm not sure but the suez canal if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. is a canal um that's just dug out okay it's not going over any mountains there aren't any dams it's just a dug out dug out canal that connects two bodies of water Mm -hmm. just flat narrow straight line that connects these two bodies that's not what the Panama Canal is at all. So, really? Yeah. So he didn't realize how different the jungle, which is practically what Panama is, mm-hmm. was compared to the desert. Uh-huh. An area with super high rainfall, an area with rocky mountains and swamps and and all of that. So Yeah, that sounds a lot more challenging. Yeah, I mean so like So it's not necessarily that it's so much longer. It's no, just like the terrain No, cuz I think insane. the Suez Canal is I think the Suez Canal is longer than the Panama okay. Canal if I'm not mistaken. But it was just like a straight shot dig through. Yeah, just so like this guy dig thought, a trench that a boat could sail through. Right. I, I think I, I could be wrong, but he I'm pretty thought, sure that's what Suez is. Dig one canal, dig them all, but that was yeah, turned out to not be the case. Pretty much. So after about 10 years, he lost funding uh, from France. A whole bunch of his crew members like died from diseases oh, no. in this new area, mm-hmm. and they folded. So then if you jump ahead a couple more years to 1902, so that was like 1889 wow. when they folded, and then I think they, they took like a second crack at it in the mid-1890s, mm-hmm. but like a year later, it was like, okay, we're done. Like, we're, mm-hmm. we're out of here. Yeah. 1902, and something called the Spooner Act in the United States authorized the U.S. to buy these French assets and set their sights on building that canal. How did... That's funny. Why do we need an act to authorize us to buy something from France? I guess it was well, just because us this deciding is, we would do it. Yeah, and it's um, it's activity taking place overseas or not overseas, but outside mm-hmm. of the U.S. borders. So it's like okay. you know you need special permission, I guess you could say, to mm-hmm. like embark Colonize on a new exactly, spot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt was the president at the time, and he was more involved in foreign affairs than. Uh, past presidents. Mm. And at that time, early 1900s, Panama was part of Colombia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in 1903... Was it still called Panama? I believe so. Yeah, okay. it was It was called Panama, but they were controlled by Colombia. Okay. I could be getting that wrong. Uh, but anyway, Colombia in 1903 refused uh, the U.S. permission to have access to that land to construct the canal. Fair enough. They were like, no, we're... No, that's not on the table. Mm-hmm. The answer is no. Panama also happened to be edging towards independence at that time. From Colombia. From Colombia. Mm. So Roosevelt was like, I got a good idea. I'll help Panama <laughs> oh. win their independence. Oh, my gosh. So he helped to facilitate an uprising of Panamanians, which mm-hmm. I believe was like happening already. But he was uh-huh. like, yeah, I got you. 
he provided military support uh not actual combat or, or boots on the ground but i think he just like posted up a warship like right off the coast and mm-hmm. was like don't even try to stop them from getting their independence because like we we have their back wow um so he provided that support to prevent Colombia from fighting back against this rebellion, and Panama got their independence. So once they had their independence, they were like, "Yeah, sure, U.S., you can build this canal. You like so, go for it." They gave okay. the U.S. the rights to construct and operate the canal. Okay, cool. That's a better ending than I thought. I thought I was waiting for some real subversive business of, like, the second they win their independence, the U.S. is like, psych, we own you. Also, we're digging everything. No, from what I can tell, this is a very, um... Uh, it was, like, a mutually very agreed fair, upon. Yeah, fair deal, okay. mutually agreed upon. Like, okay. Panama didn't have the resources to build or construct, but they were like, this would probably be good for us, so if you want to do it, go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it comes full circle later on. Oh, okay. So they offered the U.S. Uh, a strip of land called the Panama Canal Zone, which mm. is a 10-mile-wide strip through uh, through Panama through which the canal would run. Ten because, miles. Yeah, because obviously the canal is a couple hundred feet wide, thousand feet wide, or something like that. But you need more land beyond those, the edges of that canal to mm-hmm. like get your work done. Post up your so, bulldozers. Exactly. So mm-hmm. they gave him this ten mile strip. They were like, "This is the canal zone. You're in control of this. Do whatever you need to do." Mm-hmm. Uh, and thus, the largest construction project in U.S. history at that time began. Wow. So they started building in 1904. Remember, 1902, Spooner Act, 1903, Mm -hmm. Columbia says no, then Panama gets their independence, construction begins in 1904. this is fast-tracked. Yeah, for real, it really is. Uh, Over 60,000 people labored in the construction of the Panama Canal, with most of the workers coming from Barbados and Jamaica in the nearby Caribbean. Oh, and then there were also workers from the U.S., of course, mm-hmm. and Europe and Asia. And what this about, is... like, Panama? Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say most of them came from Panama. No, it is weird that most of them came from Barbados and Jamaica, though. I don't I don't know why those, especially Barbados. Barbados is, number one, tiny. Number two, very far away from Panama. Yeah. Like, I don't, why not Panama? Why not... Uh, I mean, I guess not Colombia because they weren't really cool with them. But I don't know yeah. who's north of Panama, Nicaragua. Maybe it's like had to be people from those areas that could use yeah. a, a, what was probably a pretty well-paying job, Hopefully. considering. Yeah. Um, one video I watched said that there were workers from fifty countries who had a hand in building the canal. But wow. that seems insane to me. That's, fifty countries. That is a lot of countries, but you never know. I I. It could be, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess workers could have come from all over South America, all over Central America, but even mm-hmm. then, in, in the Caribbean islands and stuff like that, but it's like, all right, even then, that's what, maybe a dozen countries? 50 is a high number, Yeah, yes. 50 is pretty yeah. crazy. That's like legitimately every country I can name off the top of my head. Yeah, maybe more. Perhaps. We should do that. Name as many countries as we can. Mm-hmm. Let's do it right now. Just kidding. <laughs> Bonus content. You might... So this is going back to the French guy building first mm-hmm. the Suez Canal and then thinking he could tackle this canal. Mm-hmm. You might picture just digging out a trench from ocean to ocean 
and making because uh, sorry if we haven't like said this already the panama canal connects the pacific ocean and the atlantic ocean great so if you're just picturing digging a trench from ocean to ocean and making it deep enough for these ships to sail through that's not what's going on it's much more complicated than that the project involved the building of locks you know where the boat goes in and the water lifts it up yeah to a to above sea level because it it, it was like a mountainous area they couldn't mm-hmm. just trench from sea to sea and then let water flow in between so because it just wouldn't probably yeah the elevation it just wouldn't exactly so much exactly okay. so they had to build these locks they had to build artificial lakes um like it was it was crazy so these ships are positioned into locks where then it's flooded with water and the water level raises up and it raises the ship up i mean it's the same way that ships go over or boats go over any dam mm-hmm. anywhere even if it's a 10 yeah. foot dam or whatever um, but these are going up, I think, all in all, there's like 80 feet worth of elevation from mm-hmm. the middle of the canal to like, uh, like in the, when you're in the middle of the canal, you're like 80 feet above sea level. Oh, okay. And then the edges <clears throat> obviously are at sea level? Yeah, the beginning. Yeah. Okay. When you are yeah, entering yeah. the canal mm-hmm. from either ocean. Uh, and then they're all connected with canals, uh, like the locks are connected with actual canals Mm -hmm. um and artificial lakes that they created from diverting rivers and and creating these lakes to supply the water for these locks and everything crazy yeah and they weave their way across this like 40 mile journey from shore to shore oh okay 40 miles that's yeah it looks so skinny on a map. It's so dumb to say, but it looks so skinny on a map. Well, it probably a, a straight line through. It probably is shorter than forty miles because oh, okay. it's not. A, it's not just a straight line. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, still. I think the Suez Canal, because like you said in the intro, it was in the news recently. Mm-hmm. I want to say that was over fifty miles long. Okay, but it, but that's just like dig with your you know your shovel and eventually you'll get there yeah, i think i Not think as crazy like i said i one. could be wrong but um yeah i'm pretty sure that's just a straight shot okay so needless to say this was an extremely labor intensive project like yeah literally they created artificial lakes they diverted rivers they built dams and again it was the biggest construction project in the U- in us history at that time larger than the building of the first transcontinental railroad the whole project all in all took 10 years to complete and the canal opened for operation on august 14th 1914 nice you might be thinking what's the point i have no idea what they're even talking about having a canal through panama which like i think we said in the intro is the thinnest point between north and south america ships traveling from the east coast of the u.s to the west coast of the u.s cut 8,000 miles off of their trip Oh wow! Yeah, and then how would they do? How even would they do? You would go Cape Horn around the bottom of South America, and then all the way back up. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's insane. (laughs) Yeah, eight thousand mile difference. Wow. Uh, Ships going from Europe to Australia or Eastern Asia cut two thousand miles off their trip. Wait, you would go from Europe, cut through the Panama Canal to get to Australia. That's yeah. so trippy, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I say wood. I'm sure this is how people do it now. Oh, yeah. The, like the Panama Canal is like 
the part, not even part, like the most integral part of like 140 shipping routes in the world, wow. like on Earth or something like that. I mean, this and the Suez Canal are basically the best shortcuts on Earth. Wow. Yeah. Are these the two big canals? Uh, as far as I know, yes. Nice. And although it's this massive undertaking, it was only about 40 miles, give or take, um, the 40 mile like strip of land that were separating these two oceans, mm-hmm. which is just, it's, I don't know, it's crazy to think about. Like, it's such a small little piece of land, but man, was it hard to connect those two. Totally. Yeah. And it continues to be hard. I mean, it's constant. It's really, you know, oh yeah. Like once it's built, it's not like, okay, the work's done. We just have this free flowing river between the two. It's yeah. like, no, it's a really, it's still hard to, it's still like a major of engineering like every day that this thing is operating you wow. know and it's been yeah. around for over a hundred years yeah true yeah uh so what happens when the ship gets to one end of the canal yeah what happens is first they are boarded by a pilot like boarded by a pilot uh did i say boarded or bored i, I think you say- said boarded by a pilot okay. i thought you were gonna say a pirate and i was like this is cool that would be cool but uh no i no. thought i just like i don't know marble mouth there for a second the ship is boarded by a pilot, like an actual person uh-huh. who gets on the ship and guides it through the canal. So they're they're a, a canal expert, a Panama Canal yes. expert. This is what they do. They just guide ships through this business. Yes. So they're not going to drive the ship from Europe to here, but they are going to drive it from one end of the canal to the other. Yes. That's a fun job. Uh, yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of um, a lot of people involved in getting the ship through so when the ships go into like these locks Mm -hmm. um they are like tethered to each side of lock first of all these locks are very narrow like some of these tanker ships are literally like the widest parts of them that are up out of the water are Uh like wider than the locks themselves um and they're like tethered to each side by cables that connect to the side of the ships and then connect to these little like train cars i don't know what else to call them there's these little cars on tracks right on either side of the canal Uh on both sides of the ship uh and they kind of keep the ship centered in the um in the lock lock and like pull it forward as it moves forward through the lock it's really Uh. it's it's cool to see i want to watch more videos on it because i was getting really sucked into wow, to these videos it's really crazy. impressive yeah uh but it's also not... when when you hear stuff like that and you think about what happened earlier this year with that one guy getting stuck it's it's amazing more people don't get stuck yeah. i guess <laughs> yeah it's true um i don't know how that happened but i'm glad it's resolved yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's not a quick journey through the canal either having to go through the locks and make your ways slowly through the canal itself uh, it takes about 10 hours wow. to get through. And with wait times, especially, mm. like, if conditions aren't great, if they've had, like, a lot of rain or runoff and, mm-hmm. like, part of the canal isn't deep enough so they can only do one-way traffic, like, I, it seems like with wait times it can regularly exceed 24 hours. Wow. From the time from the time you get to one side to the time you're clear on the oh, other. Oh, yeah. I... I didn't even think about this until you just said the thing about one-way traffic. Of course, there's normally two-way traffic, right, I guess? when Yes, when things are going right, they have mm-hmm. ships going both, like, passing each other in the canal. But then other, otherwise, it would be like, we'll let them go this way for a while, and then we'll stop those guys and let them go this way for a while. I guess so. Wow. I'm not exactly sure how that they seems negotiate that. super frustrating. Yeah. 
uh, and it's expensive. When the canal was first built, mm-hmm. the tolls were set, and they were calculated to pretty much just cover the operating cost of the canal. Like they were, they weren't making mm-hmm. a profit on it, uh, and that was for the first sixty years until the seventies when it began to lose money. So tolls increased for the first time. Now I tried to look up how expensive it is, and when you Google like just Panama Canal tolls, whatever. Mm-hmm. It says that like a massive container ship, you know, like the biggest ship you're yeah. picturing in your mind right now, would cost over a million dollars in tolls to make its way through the canal. One time. Yes, one time. Um, <laughs> but then I found this website that was uh, like this German company, like this German shipping company, and they had like a Panama Canal toll calculator uh-huh. on their website, and I got way too into the weeds doing this. <laughs> like I was looking You're up like, like translating from German. <laughs> no, not quite. But I'm like translating like what all this ship lingo is. Like you needed to like there's you know boxes you have to enter information into, and one of them's like. TEUs and I'm like I don't know what TEUs is so I looked it up and see what it is and look up like what the average container ships TEUs is so I put that Uh in there Uh, blah 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 blah. and when I did this calculator and granted I'm sure I was not entering this information accurately but it came out to like $6,000 in fees so one is saying over a million one is saying 6,000 I would imagine that over a million is probably closer to accurate yeah Um, I mean, because tanker ships or not tanker ship, well, tanker ships as well, if they're carrying oil or something like that. But container ships, it's like they're moving with billions of dollars worth of product on board. Mm-hmm. So, so one million, a million dollars in, in shipping costs, added shipping costs is like that's you know we're the ones paying that when we get these products from wherever right. they're coming from. Right. Uh, so I would imagine that it's closer to that. Um, another conflicting figure that I read was that. The most ever ships to pass through the canal in one year was in 1970. That was like peak traffic, mm-hmm. um, which is weird because also 1970s is when they started to lose money. But anyway, it said that the peak traffic of the canal was over 15,000 ships passing through in that year. Okay, that's a lot. Right, and that that's sounds a whole lot. There's only 365 days in a year. Right. So to That's get to 41 ships a year. A day? A day, I'm sorry. That's a lot. Right. Now, this is what makes zero sense. So it said 1970 was the peak with 15,000 ships passing through that year. Uh-huh. Um it's the the number of ships passing like I read has been going down, but it's really been going down because the ships are getting larger and larger. So oh. even though the numbers way down, the total the amount of cargo passing mm-hmm. through is as high as it's ever been. Mm. Uh, but anyway, the I was watching this history.com video, mm-hmm. history, you know, from like History Channel, and they said that in this video, it said that 13,000 ships a day pass through the canal. No. Which is just impossible. Yeah, that's crazy. There's no way. Wow, there's some real shoddy 13,000 a on. day. I mean, that seems impossible. Someone from History Channel, feel free to write in and let us know that it is totally possible and happening. I mean, but that's yeah, like that's a busy crazy. freeway to have 13,000 cars. I mean, not yeah, the busiest not in the world, in but here, like... but yeah, that's like in a, a normal place. Yeah. yeah There's I no mean, way. No, that doesn't seem possible. Right. How many pilots? You would need 13,000 pilots. 
Also, there just aren't that many ships yeah. on the ocean. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Be passing yeah. through one canal. They in the just same day, meant that's... a year, I bet. <laughs> uh, maybe, but I swear they said it. That's a real oversight, though, because um, I agree. That's a big difference. I don't know if I've even pointed this out yet, but from um, from the, the construction from 1904 to 1914, for the first several decades of ex- its existence. This 10-mile strip of land and the canal are effectively owned and operated by the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because they are the ones who built it. And yes. Panama gave and that them that the right. that was yeah. Yes. Uh, this lasted until 1977, when mm-hmm. President Jimmy Carter, hoping to lead America away from Latin American intervention, mm-hmm. put forth a treaty of sorts that would return the uh, canal zone back to Panama, as well as allowing them sole control of the canal by the year 2000. Oh. Mm -hmm. So that was 77. And then in 79, the Panama Canal Commission was formed, which was a joint control operation between the U.S. and Panama, sort of uh, passing of the torch. And then that commission controlled the Panama, U.S. and Panama together, controlled the canal until noon on December 31st, 1919, when the U.S. stepped back... 1999. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh-huh. 1999. Uh, when the U.S. stepped back and gave Panama sole control of the canal, and it's been that way since. Oh, cool. Yeah. Great. So they had a good, like, 20-year training period... Yeah. Um, ...to that, learn exactly yeah. how to operate and maintain the canal, which, like, I'm sure there were plenty of Panamanians working there... Yeah. I would imagine, at least. Um, but I think it was more of just a, like, Things something like that. that big. Yeah, it's just like, exactly. you can't turn that over overnight. Yeah, there's and just, I'm, like, And I'm sure systems. there was a learning curve as well. Yeah. Um, so they had to learn how to operate and maintain the canal, which mm-hmm. is not easy, as you can imagine. I mean, I think I said this already, but they're constantly having to repair and replace and mm. update the machinery, because there's a lot of machinery involved in these locks and yeah, these dams. I can imagine. Um and they're constantly having to dredge these canals to maintain a constant depth. Mm. Uh, like I said, I think I said this anyway, this, the, there's a ton of rainfall there. Mm-hmm. And with changing farming practices there, like soil erosion is very high. So these canals are constantly being dredged so that they're deep enough for wow. the passing ships. Yeah. Um, so we don't have another Suez situation. So yeah, exactly. And every day, ships pass through from the East Coast to Hawaii, from Europe to the American West Coast, from Europe to Australia, from the East Coast of the U.S. to the South American West Coast. And mainly, and this is like the the bulk of the ships going through there, are going from the American East Coast to Eastern Asia. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah all, every, every single thing we have here that says made in China probably comes mainly through the Panama Canal. Sure. Uh... And the bulk of that cargo consists of motor vehicles, oh, oil, wow. coal, and grains. Oh, really? And that's going both ways. Yeah. You know? That's a lot. But it's not... Uh, yeah, it is a lot. Um, that's heavy stuff, too. Oh, yeah. It's not just, like, clothing. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's weird when you think... Like, you think of a container ship as, like, oh, it's probably just a bunch of... Blenders? Know, a bunch of blenders, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and plates. Oh, maybe there's pens on there, but mm-hmm. it's like, no, it's usually just coal or wow. oil or something like that. Yeah. 
not in a container, obviously, but uh, it's not all industrial stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You can take a cruise through the canal. Wow. And in fact, I looked it up and I was shocked. So you can take a Norwegian cruise line cruise that embarks from San Diego, California, mm-hmm. stops in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, mm-hmm. then Guatemala, and you're at sea, you know, days in be- yeah. for a day or two in between. Having margaritas or yes. whatever. Watching the show they have, being yes. like, oh, she's such a good singer. Oh, look at that one do splits. And yeah, mm-hmm. I know. You've been there. <laughs> Guatemala, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Costa Rica. Dang. Pass through the Panama Canal, and then finally arrive in Panama City. This is an 11-day cruise, open bar at sea, free food. Open bar at sea? Yes. Wow. For 11 days. Uh-huh. And the price is $839 per person. That That's sounds like that. That sounds days? like cheaper than our real life. That's almost cheaper than... We could just than... do that back to back to back, and that would be like... Then it's like twenty twenty five hundred dollars. We a would person save for a month. money from living here. <laughs> we <laughs> should look crazy. into this. We can just make our <laughs> our life can be sailing between Panama uh, City and San Diego. Yeah, isn't that pretty wild? That's really crazy. I think prices are really low right now because of COVID. Yeah, uh, like I'm pretty <laughs> sure those prices, which like. It's not some special deal looking thing. Like when you go on their website, those are just the prices, but I think they're all down 30% from wow. what they were. That makes a lot of sense. But now, even then, this this cruise for 839 a person was normally like 1149 or something like that. Still not yeah. bad at all. It's funny I because, say we go. yeah, I mean, maybe it doesn't sound like a terrible time. It sounds really interesting. How else are we going to see the Panama Canal in our lifetime? Yeah. Um, but I can't imagine it's super visually appealing you know i i picture it being very industrial there's all these big container ships that the lock situation wasn't i don't think they i can't imagine they built it for visual aesthetic purposes so i wonder what it's like to go through maybe it's just the experience of it it's definitely the experience Mm -hmm. and it's definitely the um the engineering marvel aspect of it you know this is an 11 day cruise you're going to be passing through the canal for 10 hours Mm -hmm. so it's like that whole 10 hours i'm sure it's just like a guided tour of exactly how it was built and what it all took and blah 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 blah. that would be i bet it's really really cool but Mm -hmm. you're right i don't think it's I don't think people go to the Panama Canal because it's beautiful. Yeah. I think they go because it's impressive it's and it's important. It's more for us history buffs. Exactly, yeah. Um, After we just went to Cabo and all those other places that you talked about, too. Yeah, I'm sure most of the people going through the canal are just constantly barfing over the side of the railing Ugh, because they're so I hope drunk not. and hungover. That's not fair. The canal is not made for this. I agree. Uh, okay, that's... That's it. I got some facts. Oh, though. yay. But do you have any questions? No, that sounds great. I mean, I almost feel embarrassed to say it right now, but yeah, I thought it was just like <laughs> like it dug out, you know. I guess if I really thought about it, I'd be like, yeah, there's probably a lock or two, but I didn't think about how um, in-depth and complicated the whole process was, and I have a lot of respect for them. I'm glad to hear that. Panama is in control of it. Mm. I hope they enjoy it. I hope it brings, you know, prosperity and joy to their people. And yeah, it's really, it's pretty cool. 
It is cool. I, I knew agree. Teddy Roosevelt had something to do with it too, but I couldn't have told you what it was. Glad that I remember that now. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. All right. All right, hit us with facts. Facts, okay. Yeah. There are three sets of locks through the canal. Um, and the older ones, because I say older ones because I believe one of them was replaced within the past like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, or something like that. I was reading something about that. But anyway, the older ones use 52 million gallons of water each time they raise and lower a ship. Whoa. They recycle this water, right? That With the newer ones, there's a lot more effort of recycling it. Um, <laughs> but I think that's that's the whole thing with like the dams and stuff like that is uh-huh. they attempt to hold as much of it in, not let it flow into the yeah. into the oceans. But uh, yeah, 52 million gallons. The newer one, I think, this was weird. It said that the newer one saves 60% of the water, uh-huh. but it still uses like 48 million gallons. So it's, it uses less, but like very, it's a very small amount less. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if it, maybe this is one of your facts. Is it salt water? It's got to be, I guess. No, it... I don't think it is because it's coming from rivers. Oh, okay. Um, these rivers Just gotta get salty fill at these the edges. artificial lakes. Yeah. Okay, next one. Mm-hmm. You would think that the canal is running east to west, right? Connecting the Atlantic and the yeah. Pacific. Mm-hmm. But in fact, if you were crossing from the Atlantic to the Pacific Ocean, your ship would enter the canal going straight south oh. and then partway through begin to head east before exiting into the Panama Bay in the Pacific Ocean. What? Isn't that weird? That so Panama. Impossible. I mean, you picture... North America and South America, and you you know you think of like a uh-huh. vertical piece of land connecting them, but like Panama, the country actually runs like east to west. So this canal is going through from north to south. It sounds really weird. It sounds super weird, but if you look insane, at it on the map, yeah. it's like oh okay, yeah, that is weird. I just never would have pictured it that that's way. That's really that's like when you're in San Barbara and you look at the yeah. end of the pier and you're like you're looking straight south right. and you feel like how am I not looking west? I don't understand. Yeah, so when you enter the Pacific Ocean through the canal, you're literally traveling southeast. That's so weird. Yeah. I'll have to look at that on a map. That's it makes really more sense really weird. Uh, okay, and then final one: the total amount of material moved from end to end of the canal during its construction mm-hmm. could bury the island of Manhattan under 12 feet of earth. Whoa. Yeah, that's a lot of earth. What did they do with it? In a 10-year period, too. Like, that's yeah. crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. Humans have done some very crazy things. Things that are very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, certainly one of them. That's cool. I hope that the Panama Canal in the end was positive on the world, you know? Oh, I think it was. That's great. I think it continues to be. Good. Yes. I'm glad. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's really fascinating. I like this one. I don't think about canals often. I'm going to think about them more now. Every time you buy something, be like, oh my gosh, you probably went through a canal. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Unless it's handmade in your local town, it probably went through a canal. I do think this this iPad came through the Panama Canal. Heck yeah, it did. Probably. A hundred percent. Wow. Crazy. 
all of our things are <laughs> so much more worldly traveled than we are. It's true. It's nuts. Oh man. Okay. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that this paid off. Yeah, it was great. Thank you so much. Good suggestion. Thank. Well, great job learning about it. Well, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinuteExpertPodcast, that's 30MinuteExpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.